Maman? Papa? Anjou said to her parents when she found them alone together in the drawing room. She had finally worked up the courage to speak to them about something she had at last resolved to do. What is it, Anjou? her father asked. I need to go to America, she blurted out. Her parents exchanged a look. I still have investigators looking for Aiden, my dear. It is not safe to let you go to America alone. Her father tried to reason with her. But for how much longer, Papa? she asked, making no effort to mask her frustration. Until you are satisfied, he is no longer alive, he answered with a frown. Charles has agreed to go with me. She stood as she argued her case. Has he? her father asked with an arch look. I wonder that he did not think to consult with me first. Papa, she said quietly, do not be cross with Charles. I am not brave enough to go alone, and I asked him to accompany me before I came to you. I must do this. I do not want to do this. I must. Why we ever agreed to let you and Aidan do this, I cannot remember, her mother said with regret. Maman, you love Aidan as much as I. I know there is but a small chance I will find him alive, but it needs to be done. I cannot go on with my life until I know for certain. Where do you mean to stay? How do you mean to get there? Have you thought of the realities of travelling across an ocean to an unknown land? Her father objected, rather harshly. Charles has a friend who captains a ship back and forth on a regular basis. He is going to take us to Virginia, to the Eastern's plantation. I had hoped to make contact with your investigators to see what they have discovered and where they have already looked for him. She continued to press her case as her parents listened to her well-considered reasoning. I thought, perhaps, if he looks different or is injured somewhere, I might be able to recognize him when they cannot. You've been thinking of this a great deal, her father remarked. I have thought of little else for four years, she said quietly. I have tried to consider him as dead and think of other suitors. But I cannot. Her mother put her hands to her head and shook it back and forth. I do not want you to go. Can Charles not go alone? He was his best friend. He could certainly recognize him. But I am his wife. No one else knows Anjou, her mother protested. Her father let out a sigh. <sighs> An error of judgment I continue to regret. You do not require our permission to go. I would prefer to have it just the same. Her father paused for some time, and she thought he would refuse. At last he gave a reluctant nod. Anjou was terrified. She had never before crossed an ocean. She was not brave like her sisters, but she could not carry on with her life until she was certain. Her mind told her that Aidan could not be alive after four years, but her heart knew she must search for him. She had never sailed further than across the Channel from France to England, 
and she did not want to be on a boat now any more than she had then. If her brother Charles had not agreed to accompany her, she would have turned back by now. She stood on the dock, watching as cargo was loaded onto the ship. The Isle of Wight, a short journey away, caused her to consider the distance she was about to travel with deepening dismay. The air was thick and hot, and the only relief from the smells of rotten fish and salty water was an occasional breeze. She prayed it would not smell so strongly the entire journey. Charles had told her there would be no other women aboard save herself and her maid, so she feared the worst in that regard. "'Can I help you, miss?' asked a man in the deep voice of a gentleman. 